Good Friday. Make the world Hey, hey, Steve Norris here. Welcome to Feel Good Friday, where every Friday we have a really short episode of just a few minutes sharing a story that you can listen to while you brush your teeth or have your morning coffee. And hopefully it'll make you smile or perhaps laugh or maybe even inspire you. But most importantly, we hope it makes you feel good. I discovered today's story on Love, Wisconsin, a wonderful site full of beautiful stories written by people there in Wisconsin. I featured a story many months ago that I found on the site, and I'm going to share with you another one today that I just love. This story is written by Quantice Winters, who's from Madison, Wisconsin, and it's titled The Food Doula. Now, longtime listeners of the show know that I have a soft spot for doulas. We've had Christy Turlington Burns from Every Mother Counts on the show and Ibu Robin Lim of Bumi Sehat, both huge advocates for quality maternal health care. Well, Quantice Winters brings a different twist to the subject, food. And her story goes something like this. I was born in Chicago Heights, a Chicago suburb. When I was six years old, my family and I moved to Middleton, Wisconsin because my dad had a new job. This was a huge culture shock and a tough experience for me. In Chicago Heights, I was around a lot of diversity and never felt like the odd one out. In our Middleton neighborhood, we were the only black family on our street, and I was one of only two students of color at my elementary school until my brother joined me. The only place I ever got to be around other black people was at church. When I was a kid, I was obsessed with the show Baby Story on TLC, a cable television channel. It follows a couple through their final weeks of pregnancy into the delivery room and then through the baby's first weeks of life. I watched it all the time and I thought that childbirth and the process of pregnancy were so beautiful. As I got older, I learned that a lot of the women who die from pregnancy and childbirth are women who look like me. They are black, and that really did something to me. I wanted to play my part in helping with this problem, so I looked into becoming a midwife. But then I found out about doulas and how they focus more on the emotional, mental, and physical support during birth, and this fit what I wanted to do more than midwifery. So I trained to be a doula. The ones who nourish, advocate, and comfort the mother and help with things like pain management. We provide more emotional support and help the mother feel safe enough so that she can birth her child freely. I think of my doula work as a ministry because it directly flows from my purpose. I want to be there for the moms who are marginalized, who don't get the care that they deserve because of their race or because they're battling with addiction, poverty, mental health issues, or are imprisoned. Everyone deserves to have a beautiful birth, regardless of who you are or where you are in life. Eventually, I would love to open a home where women can give birth to their children and get nurturing care while also being assisted with the practical aspects of life to get back on their feet. Whether someone is a teen mom struggling with addiction or having mental health issues, I want them to feel loved and see their worth. For me, Part of nurturing people is making sure they have good food. I love food and fully believe that everyone should have access to fresh and healthy food. 
Cooking links me to so many family memories that I have and to different cultures, especially my Gula Geechee culture on my grandfather's side. Gula Geechee are people who are very knowledgeable about the land and how to make their own medicines, grow their own food, and provide for themselves. I wanted to bring good food into my doula practice to show moms their worth, but also as a way to help the body nourish itself. When a mother is going through pregnancy and postpartum, cooking food can be an afterthought because she is so exhausted. But the meals that are the quickest and most accessible are not necessarily what will help the body do what it needs to do during pregnancy or in recovery. I was talking to my doula mentor about how important I feel food is to pregnancy, birth, and postpartum, and she said I should call myself the food doula. I thought, you know what? She's right. I believe that food is medicine. Many cultures have meals specifically for birth, labor, and the healing that your body goes through during postpartum. I want to bring this to my clients. I want to make them a delicious warm bowl of greens or food that not only reminds them of home and gives them beautiful memories, but also strengthens their bodies. My mom has influenced me a lot. She is a strong woman of God, super determined, and a tower of support for me. Many of the recipes that I come up with for my clients are based on things that I learned from her. She never wrote anything down for me to follow, but I learned from cooking with her or watching her prepare meals. She has a green recipe that she is known for. It's the same one that she used to nurse me back to health when I was sick. It is full of secret ingredients and practices that make it just right. No one can make them like her unless you watch her cook. After being in the kitchen with her for hundreds of meals, I can make greens that taste exactly like hers. She has been the foundation of my love for food and taught me that I can make delicious food even when I only have a little to work with. Growing up, even when we were struggling financially, she was able to nourish us with her knowledge of food. That's what I want to do for the community. After I graduated high school, I went back to Chicago for a year to study broadcast journalism at Columbia College. But Since I didn't have the money to continue in school, I ended up in Minneapolis where I discovered my love for food. More specifically, I fell in love with food justice and food security work. It was also at this time that I found out about my deceased grandfather's Gula Geechee background. The Gula Geechee people inhabited the Sea Islands of North and South Carolina. They were originally brought here from West Africa during the transatlantic slave trade, but what set them apart from other people who were taken is that they were often left alone on those isolated islands. This allowed them to create a very specific culture that was a blend of all the different countries they were from and the culture of the native people who inhabited the land. As I learned more about the Gula Geechee culture, I noticed a common thread. My people, Geechee folks, and just African Americans in general, have a rich relationship with the land that goes past the traumatic history of slavery. Unlike what stereotypes say, black folks have deep relationships with the land. I wondered if this history tied into my newfound love for food and providing for people, and I was eager to explore it. The Gula Geechee knowledge of the land allowed them to provide for themselves by making their own medicines and growing their own food. Learning this history became the catalyst for my journey. I wanted to learn more about how to grow my own food, so I started to delve more into herbalism and foraging. Along with this, I also wanted to learn how to teach other people to do this too. 
A few years later, I found Troy Farm, a community farming program where I could learn these things. I had already done some self-teaching, but Troy Farm was where I was able to put what I was learning into practice and gain more practical knowledge around growing food. God is funny how he sends you what you need. Last year, I was attending an event at Troy Farm as a farm trainee. I met Emily Julke, a producer from PBS Wisconsin who was filming an episode of Let's Grow Stuff, a show for beginning gardeners. We talked. I cracked a few cheesy jokes, and after that, whenever I saw her at Troy, I would just say, hey, I liked her energy, and I soon learned that she liked mine. One day, I received an email from Emily asking if I would be interested in co-hosting Let's Grow Stuff with Benjamin Fuda and Sigrid Peterson. She said she loved my personality and my knowledge on how to grow food. I thought, oh my goodness, because to be in front of a camera was a lifelong dream. When I was in high school, I worked on a radio show called Let's Go to Church with Pastor David Smith Sr., I also did hosting and broadcasting with Club TNT, a Madison weekly television show that celebrated and uplifted the black teen community in Madison. I've always felt in my element in front of the camera. I went to school for broadcast journalism until I had to drop out. So when Emily approached me, I thought about how this would be a great way to take what I learned in school and share what I had been learning about growing food. It felt like a full circle moment for me. This will be my third year gardening on that land at Troy. It is a beautiful space of community gardens that allow you to have access to the tools you need in order to farm because tools can get expensive. My first year, I bought random seeds because I just wanted to experiment. This summer, my garden is going to get a lot of attention because of my role as co-host on Let's Grow Stuff. I'm focusing on things that I eat a lot. Red onions, sweet yellow onions, carrots, collard greens, and tomatoes. I will be experimenting with square foot gardening this year as well. This means you plant a certain number of vegetables within each square foot that you've mapped out in your garden to help you capitalize on a small space. I feel the need to put a little bit of pressure to make sure that everything turns out right and looks nice and neat. Overall, I'm excited to be back in the dirt again. I feel like the opportunity to teach other people how to grow food is just part of being me. It seems like the perfect way to continue my journey just being Quantise. A food doula who grows stuff. Special thanks to Love Wisconsin for this story. You can learn more about them at lovewi.com. Quantisi's story was produced by Heidi Lamar Rudd. You can learn more about Let's Grow Stuff at pbswisconsin.org. If this story made you feel good or inspired you, we ask that you share this episode with a friend. Give us a five-star rating and write a quick 30-second review on Apple Podcasts, as that helps us spread good vibes and get the word out to more good humans. If you have a great Feel Good Friday episode idea, please shoot us an email at betterplaceprojectpodcast at gmail.com, and it may just end up on the show. For behind-the-scenes info, please visit our website at betterplaceproject.org and on Instagram at betterplaceproj. I will be back next Tuesday and every Tuesday with another full-format interview episode, and we'll see you here next Friday with a brand new edition of Feel Good Friday. Until then, have a fantastic weekend, everybody. Feel Good Friday. Make the world.